Episode 10423, a rendering of each of six episodes. Episode 1, A Year with the Church Fathers. Let love lead your mind back to God. The mind that stays from God is miserable, says St. Augustine. Only love can lead the mind back to God and to a real understanding of man's place as a created being. The further the mind goes from God, not in space, but in affection and lusts after things below him, the more it is filled with foolishness and misery. So by love it returns to God, a love that places it not beside God, but under him. And the more ardor and eagerness there is in this return, the happier and more elevated the mind will be. And with God as its only governor, it will be at perfect liberty. Thus it must know that it is a created being. It must believe the truth that its creator also possesses the inviolable and unchangeable nature of truth and wisdom. It must confess, considering the errors from which it wants to be delivered, that it is liable to folly and falsehood. But then again, it must be careful not to be separated from the love of the other creature, that is, of the visible world, or from the love of God himself, which sanctifies it from lasting happiness. No other creature then, for we are creatures ourselves, separates us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. St. Augustine, Morals of the Catholic Church. 15. In God's presence, consider, does my mind put itself under guard, or do I try to put myself beside him? Closing prayer. Father, when I have fallen away from you, help me gain back my footing, and let me not be tempted again away from the true path. Episode number two, Through the Year with Thomas Merton. Innocent Speech. I came up here from the monastery last night, sloshing through the cornfield, said vespers, and put some oatmeal on the Coleman stove for supper. It boiled over while I was listening to the rain and toasting a piece of bread at the log fire. The night became very dark. The rain surrounded the whole cabin with its enormous virginal myth, a whole world of meaning, of secrecy, of silence, of rumor. Think of it, all that speech pouring down, selling nothing, judging nobody, drenching the thick mulch of dead leaves, soaking the trees, filling the gullies and crannies of the woods with water washing out the places where men have stripped the hillside. What a thing it is to sit absolutely alone in the forest at night, cherished by this wonderful, unintelligible, perfectly innocent speech, the most comforting speech in the world, the talk that rain makes by itself all over the ridges and the talk of the watercourses everywhere in the hollows. Raids on the Unspeakable. Episode number three, Magnificat, April 2023, volume 25, number one. A reading from the Gospel according to John, chapter 11, verses 45 through 56. 
Many of the Jews who had come to Mary and seen what Jesus had done began to believe in him. But some of them went to the Pharisees and told them what Jesus had done. So the chief priests and the Pharisees convened the Sanhedrin and said, What are we going to do? This man is performing many signs. If we leave him alone, we will believe in him, and the Romans will come and take away both our land and our nation. But one of them, Caiaphas, who was high priest that year, said to them, You know nothing, nor do you consider that it is better for you that one man should die instead of the people, so that the whole nation may not perish. He did not say this on his own, but since he was high priest for that year, he prophesied that Jesus was going to die for the nation, and not only for the nation, but also to gather into one the dispersed children of God. So from that day on, they planned to kill him. So Jesus no longer walked about in public among the Jews, but he left for the region near the desert to a town called Ephraim, and there he remained with his disciples. Now the Passover of the Jews was near, and many went up from the country to Jerusalem before Passover to purify themselves. They looked for Jesus and said to one another as they were in the temple area, What do you think? that he will not come to the feast? The Gospel of the Lord. Item number two, meditation of the day. That the whole nation may not perish. After he had already planned everything in his own counsels in union with the Son, he yet permitted us all through the intervening time to be carried away just as we chose by unruly passions, victims of unbridled desires, not that at all took delight in our transgressions. No, no, he merely exercised patience. It was his intention that we, after our own conduct in the past, had proven us unworthy of life, should now be rendered worthy by the goodness of God, and that after we had demonstrated our inability, as far in us lay, to enter the kingdom of God, should be enabled to do so by the power of God. And when the cup of our iniquities was filled, and it had begun perfectly clear and become so, that their wages, the punishment of death, had to be expected, then the season arrived during which God had determined to reveal henceforth his goodness and power. Oh, the surpassing kindness and love of God for man! No, he did not hate us or discard us or remember our wrongs, he exercised forbearance and long-suffering. In mercy of his own accord, he lifted the burden of our sins. Of his own accord, he gave up his own Son as a ransom for us, the saint for sinners, the guiltless for the guilty, the innocent for the wicked, the incorruptible for the corruptible, the immortal for the mortal. Indeed, what else could he have covered our sins but his holiness? In whom could we, the lawless and impious, be sanctified but in the Son of God alone? Our sweetness exchange, what a sweetest exchange that was. Oh, unfathomable accomplishment. Oh, unexpected blistlings. The sinfulness of many is buried in one who is holy, 
The holiness of one sanctifies the many who are sinners. He wished us to have faith in his loving kindness, to consider him nurse, father, teacher, counselor, physician, mind, light, honor, glory, strength, and life. Episode number four, God's Little Instruction Book, one, two, and three, by Honor Books. Golden Nugget number one, inspired by Ephesians chapter four, verse 25. He who throws dirt loses ground. Wherefore, putting away lying, speak every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. Golden Nugget number two, inspired by John chapter 9, verse 4. You don't have to lie awake nights to succeed, just stay awake days. I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can work. Golden Nugget number 3, inspired by Proverbs chapter 1, verse 5. The first step to wisdom is silence. The second is listening. A wise man will hear and will increase learning, and a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsels. Episode number three, Chesterson, Day by Day. All Fool's Day. We shall never make anything of democracy until we make fools of ourselves. For if a man really cannot make a fool of himself, we may be quite certain that the effort is superfluous. The Defendant. Episode number six, The Reflection. Why is it that much is said and written about the sufferings of holy men and holy women? Because the saints alone are considered victors. Can anyone be a victor without conflict, pain, and suffering? In ordinary earthly combat, no one can be considered victorious or heroic who has not been in combat, endured much, or suffered greatly. The more so in spiritual combat, where the truth is known, and where self-boasting not only does not help at all, but indeed hinders it. He who does not engage in combat for the sake of Christ, either with the world, with the devil, or with oneself, how can he be counted among the soldiers of Christ? How then is it with Christ's fellow victors? St. Mary spoke about her suffrage and savage spiritual combat to Elder Zosimus, For the first seventeen years in the wilderness, I struggled with my deranged lust as though with fierce beasts. I desired to eat meat and fish, what I had in abundance in Egypt. I also desired to drink wine, and here I did not even have water to drink. I desired to hear lustful songs. I cried and beat my breasts. I played and prayed to the all-pure Mother of God to banish such thoughts from me. When I sufficiently wept and beat my breast, it was then that I saw a light encompass me on all sides, and a certain miraculous peace filled me. 